Welcome to State of Survival, where our team delves deep into the survival game genre and covers upcoming games, updates to survival games that we play, as well as share our passion for the genre itself. This week, we discuss revisiting Sengoku Dynasty Early Access to check on its development. Some huge surprising news came out of the Toplitz Productions. They had recently released an update to their farming system for Sengoku Dynasty, which was listed as the first step to our second phase of development. Naturally, that had us excited, but that also means that phase one of the development of the alpha had been completed. The whole team and I had a chance to get our hands on it when it released, yet it felt like it was too early to pass a fair judgment on the game as we struggled with some performance, odd bugs, matchmaking issues, and of course, seemingly empty state of the game. How much better did the game feel since it was first released? How was the second stream experience different from your first, and has the game improved in your mind? Yeah, I think the game has definitely improved in some aspects, as well as I feel like there are background processes that I couldn't see that also improved, such as making it a lot easier for us to play together. Um, it just felt like in the first game, when the time we played, I would throw my spear like six or seven times to hit a boar, and it would always kind of like I was reversing time. I would throw it, and it would come straight back into my hand. But when we played the second time, I only had that happen maybe two, three times, and that was the entire gameplay, where it was happening all the time uh, whenever I tried to throw a spear before, which was really nice. Other improvements I saw was that there was more, I would say, assets placed around the map, more places to pick straw, more trees to cut. I saw more variety in the trees. I saw maple. I saw um, some cherry wood, a couple of other things in the area, where before it was very pine and i thought i think there was like one other thing that we would find yeah the deciduous um, ones yeah i thought they were delicious for a bit but you know that's just me <laughs> um but no it was nice because it definitely showed that the development team is actually pushing and working hard on these i think this is the fourth update technically to the game uh which obviously like you said is phase one uh which is really cool to see that it wasn't a kind of, a, oh, yeah, we released this to early access and we're going to take forever with each update. They're actively pushing this hard, which made my very second experience very delightful, honestly. I What I loved about it is it felt very much like Medieval Dynasty's alpha uh, progression. They had a set roadmap and the roadmaps come in phases on their own. And each roadmap is usually separated into four to six pieces. And I felt like when we returned, I knew the agriculture update was a big one that they just released. But that first phase that kind of swept under the radar that I missed, it was such an improvement. The experience the second time around, it was almost like the game had been out for several months, six months at this point. But it really hasn't been out that long. And we're talking three and a half months. And the stability fixes that they made were huge. Uh, the first two weeks the game had been out, it was a bit of struggle trying to find the server we created for us to play on, uh, let alone trying to get everybody to join. I remember you, Red, and I were sitting in the lobby, and we were just struggling trying to find the Jarl game and get in. And when Puppy and I had joined, it took us 10 minutes to try to get connected to each other. Uh, but even then, me as the host 
once we were connected, had crazy desync issues with everyone else, like with you and the spear. Um, I think there were several times that you and Red had crashed in the village and had to reload. It just seemed to chug in certain areas of the game that it shouldn't. But now the lobbies are more responsive, and they even just gave us a passcode so that we could invite friends to the game, and then they just used the passcode to get into the invite. Did you find the improvements they made to the lobby matchmaking process better the second time around, Dump? I only ask you because at one point you did get stuck when we played the second time and had to rejoin the server, which the first time we played was a whole a whole to do. It was just a mess in our village. But the second time, it seemed like you joined a lot easier. Yeah, so the whole passcode thing that uh, they set up this time with these updates really made the system of joining your game a lot easier, and it uh, made it so we weren't worried about having to set up our own passwords and everything else. As far as I know, when you started the server, it was like friends only, and then you just had the invite code. And mm -hmm. half the time, you were sending us Steam invites to invite us to it. Like, we didn't actually have to uh, put the code in half the time, which was a really nice feature that I like is when the Steam games actually make use of the Steam system a bit better. Uh, because it is a nice system to use for playing with friends. I would have to say, though, uh, while I was waiting for you to uh, populate the game or whatever, uh, I did have to uh, wait for the server to pop up, and it took sometimes a little while for it to pop up uh, when I first was trying to join. So there's still a little bit of, uh, what do we call it, quarry uh, problems there, but I'm glad they are making improvements to it. But I hope that they keep making improvements. They don't stop here. Yeah, it's it's definitely not perfect, because I know the first time we played the game with, with Red and yourself and I, I think Dimension was with us as well. We had to go through a server list to find my game, and then you had to enter the password that I created. This time around, we did try to play in our old world, but I think the game had been updated so much the old world didn't work anymore. So I did have to create a new world. When you mm -hmm. crashed, though, mid-game, and, and then you rejoined, I don't recall you being out for too long when, when we were laughing that you were like floating in the running position. You weren't gone for as long as you were the first few times we played the game. So it it felt more responsive, but I'm with you. There's still some improvements that could be made, but also I'm I'm sure that's coming later when they're expecting more and more people to play it. I'm happy that this last time we played, it was being kicked out of the server, not crashing my entire client, which was the biggest problem in the first time we played. Was, it was crashing my entire game. Um, so that's probably why it was so much easier for me to join the second time. Was, I was just getting booted to the main menu. Mm -hmm. And now this is something that we struggled with the first time, not having very many buildings to build, which wasn't really the fault of the game and, and more our ignorance when we played it the first time we decided to find a more suitable place for our village. One that didn't have as many changes in altitude uh, in that little area. And I know we had discussed building over the burned village or finding a new place with flat enough terrain for farming. So we had farming in mind. So all we had to do is take a short journey away from the ruins in town that you start next to, found a perfect location for it. Um, and, and I believe... Uh, we started breaking ground immediately. We didn't even do anything else. We just found a spot and started building. How did you like the co-op building experience now that we had a better idea of 
what we were doing and even completed some of the dynasty quests to unlock better buildings that we didn't have access to earlier. Uh, I felt the co-op building experience was a lot smoother. Uh, in the first time we played, we had problems actually helping each other build things, if you remember right, because we weren't allowed to build things. There was some sort of permission problem in the first game where it was difficult for us to help each other. But the second time around, I felt like there was no problem. You placed a building, me, you, Dimension, went over, started cutting trees. I'll get, that, mm -hmm. get to the trees here in a second. And we built that up in no time, all helping each other on the wood storage. But that's really nice because I didn't feel like I had to 100% wait for someone to come over and give me permission to build with them. Mind you, when this game opens up more and becomes maybe more players, that might be a bigger necessity. But right now, when I'm playing with my friends and we're in the same area of the settlement, not having to wait for myself to be given permission by Yarl, as I mentioned, or whoever else, just to build alongside them, made it so much more fun, so much more smooth. And it kind of made it a lot more fun. Um, I will have to say our second time around building was a lot more enjoyable too because we found a nice flat area next to a nice shrine uh, that just allowed us to have the freedom to place the uh, buildings where we needed. For the, last, the first time we played, we found some weird rocky outcrop area and we didn't realize how difficult it would be to place the holograms so this time I felt like we had a better understanding of that and it made the experience a bit smoother. Although I will have to say the hologram placement still sucks. It really does. It, it really great. does. Yeah, like I was trying to apply my medieval dynasty knowledge, which the hologram in that can be annoying, but it's still a little more forgiving. The first time we played, like you said, all the rocks, the uneven terrain, we kept on getting you can't build here, you can't build here. So we didn't build the village organically. We just built it as the game would allow. And then the second time, there was only one place where that happened, and we didn't realize it was because it was too close to a clay pit. Once we kind of avoided that resource, we were able to build without hindrance, and it looked like a real organic village, like how they would have built it. Um, and there were a couple quests when we went to go do the dynasty quest so that we could unlock more buildings. Initially, they were hard to find when we first played. We ended up just saying, hey, let's go back to the village and build. We did not do as many quests as we did this time around. But I was very thrilled that it seems like navigating our way around was easier and more fulfilling for co-op with the quest icons and the direction um, and the desync being fixed. Uh, the one fix that I think I truly enjoyed was that before, when doing the shrine um, discovery uh, or the offering quest, we were locked out of the experience. Whoever went to do the offering got to see the cinematic. We had to wait for them to finish before it gave us the you completed the quest alert. And now I really liked it that you, the three of us were able to go to that shrine. Dimension made the offering and you and I weren't shirked out of the experience at all. We weren't just standing there twiddling our thumbs waiting for him to get finished. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, and, you know, that's one of the nice things about this game is that it has beautiful cinematics, absolutely gorgeous mm -hmm. painting cinematics and stuff that fit, fit the art style of this game very, very well. And not being able to see that, like you said, the first time we played uh, kind of shorted us of that immersion, that experience of what was happening. And this second time, it was so much nicer. Um, yeah, I actually enjoyed it. You're right. Quest markers were a lot easier to work with. Um, it was better, easy, better explained. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the improvements they made to the, uh, cooperative base building and even the, uh, 
quest system. One of my favorite things about the game is the subtle nuances, the little things that the developers did that made sense. For example, we took you to the hot springs and you got to stand in the water and see how the water affects your skin color. And that to me is nuts, like actually seeing your skin get flushed with heat. But my favorite thing about the stream we did was when Dimension and I got to show you the village we had found before that was dedicated to mining and forge uh, like I, I would say mass production of, of weapons and metal tools. And the town wasn't like a medieval dynasty where it's like you have a tavern, you have a farm, you have a kitchen, you have a one of every building. It really felt like this town's entire industry was based off of mining and manufacturing of ore and tools. Uh, we even stole a few weapons. You being a lover of blacksmithing, how did you feel the way that they laid that village out? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It definitely felt like a production outpost more than it did actually a village. Like, it felt like, oh yeah, we have places for you to sleep and eat, but you're really here just to work. And it actually was laid out pretty interestingly. You showed me a couple of their workshops where it was all about production. It was all about how do we do this fast and efficiently without wasting time. Um, you even brought me over to the smelter, uh, the smelters. Now, I don't know much about Japanese smelters, and I'm not going to pretend to, but just looking at the models that the developers made for these, they made sense. Um, and it's really cool. I explained it in the stream, but not to go to too much depth, this was some of the early forms of making good quality steel for uh, what they made it for, because even some of the farming tools were made out of actually decent quality steel and that's why the farmer's tools were like passed down for generations you actually actually talked to some japanese my friends of mine they still have tools that come back from the feudal period they've mm -hmm. been repaired handled and stuff wise but they're still were made back then so it's really cool that they put so much effort and time into trying to make at least in my view models that represent uh kind of accurate uh machinery yeah. Now, with the changes that they've made since the first week of release, if you could list off changes that you noticed that changed the game for the better, what would they be? Uh, less desync with the host, being you when we, you were hosting the server, had less problems in combat, boars and other enemies didn't teleport around. We were able to work together to build buildings a lot easier. It was easier to join the server because of the password and the Steam integration. And overall, I enjoyed the fact that I could record in 2K without any major stuttering or quality degradation in my videos after. Yeah, the performance was huge for me, especially since I know this is their test bed for Medieval Dynasty co-op. Because if this game couldn't pull it off, it would have made me very concerned about that game. Would you recommend this early access to a friend in its current state? Or are there the things you'd like to see implemented first? I, as much as I hate to say it, would not recommend it to a friend in early access. There are too many things in the game, while they are enjoyable, I feel the game doesn't have enough depth, content, and also has problems with, like, the trees. They still, like glitch like crazy they cause um, massive lag spikes sometimes when they are falling there are other various issues um i just don't think that it's really ready to be all like this is going to be an experience for us that we can get like an easy like 50 to 60 hours out of i think that if you buy this 
you should know coming in that this game still needs heavy development for it to be a fun, enjoyable game for you. Yeah, there's a few things that I'd like to be implemented as well. And it's actually coming up on their roadmap sooner than later. Uh, once they're done with farming, they're going to be working on a lot of co-op features, including more things to level up in, uh, classes, uh, playing as a female character, and hopefully, hopefully, maybe not this year, but hopefully a character generator like in Medieval Dynasty they're going to have where you can customize it. Um, but the primary thing that I think they need to focus on is unlocking the other regions of the map. They said there's about three regions they're looking to unlock and adding more villages. I think more quests and more villages will make this game feel less like a void and more like a thriving world. Uh, the Pirate Bay is definitely fun to explore. The mining village we found is fun to explore, but there's no quest reason to go there yet. And I'd like to see quest reasons for that so i think i'm going to reserve recommending the title to someone unless they're like us and they love playing the games in their early stage to see the improvements and offer feedback i think i would advise to wait until at least more of the map becomes unlocked oh yeah and with that being said we do have a community question this week as well with Wild West Dynasty fumbling at launch, Sengoku Dynasty seems to be following more in the steps of Medieval Dynasty. What is something that you would like to see implemented in Sengoku Dynasty based off of what you've played or the gameplay that you've seen on other channels? Until next time, folks, this is State of Survival. Thank you all for joining us. Much love, and we'll see you. Have a good future. day. Bye-bye.